This week on the Push Life Podcast, we talk hot tubs, protein bar reviews are back, and we do a little deep dive on some training knowledge. One, why didn't the weightlifter pay rent? Hey guys, welcome to the Push for Legs podcast with myself, Damik. Because he was squatting. And me, Tom Hall. <laughs> oh, here we go, laugh! <laughs> oh, God. Oh, they're fitness-based now, then, so it's good. Oh, that's, that makes all the difference. <laughs> that makes all the difference, doesn't it? Jesus Christ. It's good. Oh, good. Yeah. Right, we have, to, we have to be quick today because, um, well, not quick. We don't have to be quick. Um, I left my charger at my uh, my girlfriend's. So, yeah, that's uh, that's fun. I thought it was here. Dicing, dicing with uh, death now, aren't Dicing we? with death. So, and I What's have, the percentage? Uh, we're, we're, we're fine. We're at 68%. Oh, mate, we could talk for hours. <laughs> but I have got two screens on. But I have left the screen <sighs> on non-charge. The screen shouldn't be charging, so we should be fine. Um, but I just no, do have a lot right. of things plugged into my laptop, apparently. Um, so we, you know, mm. and one pe- people would ask, um, Tom, you should probably buy two chargers. Correct. Yes, I should. Yeah. Um, that is, that is something should, that I, uh, I, I, I've got for my watch. Um, I know I have it for something else, but I think I haven't because um, I made the mistake of taking my charger. I think because I was working somewhere somewhere in London I don't know um but Chloe also has the same laptop as me so she has the same charger so it was normally fine and I think I just took it out when I was uh using it the other day because yeah I've worked from there annoying but yeah yeah mm. basically basically that is one that's a good there you go good uh work habit for you guys if you have a new laptop don't if you if you don't have a new laptop um when you go to a coffee shop or something like that go full charge and then you work until the charges run out I like that one. I feel I feel it's like Mike, Sam- that, yeah. Mike Samuels uh, like did a, a thing about that. I think that's yeah, what I something like he it is. Did. I think yeah, I think yeah. it is. Yeah, I think that's a, a thing. It, it, it does work quite well. Um, yeah, that, that so thing it gives you a time frame of whatever. But obviously, if you've got an older laptop, that could be half hour. Or so well, just- yeah, I, it's funny. <laughs> I've actually just gone. Um, I don't know if I've mentioned this, but I've just gone full circle. So I've gone from. I've got a desktop at the moment and I'm going to get a laptop. I've just ordered a new, uh, one of the new Apple ones because the desktop now I've had for about four years old now, something like that, but it's really slow. And like, I'm the kind of like, I, I know about computers. Like luckily I'm a bit of a Ooh, because um, I've got I, no friends. Look at this guy. Um, <laughs> I've got no friends. So, uh, but like, I, I know like how to optimize things like storage and speeds and processors and, no, and how computers you, you work. You sound right? like an influencer. I know how to optimize. I don't. Don't you worry about it. I know how to optimize. It's not like it's not like metabolisms. I can reset it, so it's fine. Um, but yeah, like, I, and and it's one of those things where it's not just that I've like cluttered it full of shit and it doesn't work anymore. Like, it's nothing to do with that. It's just slowed down, and it's just really noticeable now that it's just on its on its last legs, basically. Um, so I'm sorry, I ordered a. Um, I ordered a laptop. I'm going to get a second screen for it. I'm going to go to that model now because the amount of times I now take my laptop with me to like mics so or we go to do work somewhere. I'm like, oh god, I have to take my other laptop, and it's that's the pro model, mate. That's what all the pros do. That's why I do. 
Yeah. So that's the thing now. I'm going back to, and I've done it before. I had a screen before with my old laptop. Um, and then I was like, no, I'll get a desktop because I just don't use it. I don't ever go to coffee shops anymore. Blah, blah, blah. And now I'm starting to work out and about a bit more. So I'm like, okay, fucking brilliant. Back to that one. <laughs> um, but it's needed because I do need it because I need a faster faster processor, better storage and all that sort of shit. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm assuming yeah. you went, went for a nice big MacBook Pro. I did. I went MacBook Pro 14 inch though because um, that's big enough, yeah. isn't it? So, you know, I that's massive. What, what, what my sign is. I don't know. Um, so I went I 14 inch. 13. Yeah. I got the I first M, the first M1 chip one. I got that the Apple whatever yeah, processor. It's, it's I think I've got the Apple one, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I've got the Apple one, but I've got like two terabytes hard drive and 32 gigabytes of, of memory because my desktop at the moment has got ladies. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, the desktop at the moment has got one terabyte hard drive and only eight gigabyte of memory. And when I bought it, it was top of the range, like at the time uh, with Apple, like when I bought the desktop. So things have, have, have evolved, you know? So yeah, that's why, I, that's why I got that. So there you go. You tuned in for health and fitness chat and you got computing. Lovely. We'll, we'll probably have to change where, where our podcast goes now. All right. Uh, we got a little rundown today. Um, it was the bank holiday weekend, but it, it's Eid in uh, Dan's world. Um, it is, it's like not, because, not because he's become Muslim. It's just I, I'm a majority of people are, aren't they? So that was enjoyable for you. Did you celebrate? No. No? Okay. Not one bit, mate. Interesting how that happens, no. isn't it? Because like, obviously, well, I feel like the Muslims that I know over here do kind of do stuff for Christmas. They immerse themselves, but you're you're saying no. Would it be frowned upon? I don't know. No, they do. Obviously, they enjoy themselves. They celebrate a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but if, I, if you I wanted haven't. to join in. Yeah. Can you celebrate it? You could join in. Yeah, yeah of course you could. Yeah. What do they do? They, they, I'm assuming they don't have an Eid tree. They don't have Eid, Eid a clause. What's the whole... Uh, Eid a clause. Eid a clause. Yeah. I think they just um, they just have a lot of food. Oh, <laughs> because they obviously fast Again, a lot. and they love some dates. Just, um, yeah. yeah, I think they just they just eat a lot and they celebrate and, and there's fireworks and stuff. Um same as any any people, sort of holiday, I suppose, isn't it? People, families get together, they eat shit loads, they sleep a lot, and there's fireworks. So. I'm gonna make up a, a point. I need to I need to be a better person, and I need to know what happens during Eid and why it is happening. So, anyway, because um, yeah, I do have one. One of my trainers is uh, is Muslim, and she's obviously just gone through that. So, um, I've asked her so many times about oh, how is it like? Because obviously, when we probably went through our degrees, Dan, we had to learn about special populations, right? And we would have learned yeah. about ramadan and fasting and like mm. fitness protocols and nutrition protocols and stuff like that so not that i remember yeah. any of it but um yeah. yeah we definitely did have to do it special populations that's a boring uh boring module wasn't it interesting um basically we've got to talk about hot tubs um because yeah why mm. um and yeah i got a, a care oh, we can go into this now i got a care package obviously from my protein um thank you my protein i, I did want to like put a uh, like oh thank you for sending me this stuff my protein that you gave me in exchange for work um yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah people are like oh thank you influencing um yeah i i have to write for them and do stuff for them so that's why they send stuff and instead of paying me cold hard cash they pay me in uh, produce because it's far cheaper for them um so yeah, we we'll look at that. But I did um, interesting for what I'm I'm allowed to like pick out a certain. I have a I have a budget that I'm allowed to spend. Basically, they send me a little code, and I have a budget that how much I can spend on their website. It's it's 
It's good. It's a good amount. And um, basically, I've kind of, I've, I think I've tried. Mo- I don't really do protein shakes. So that's and like powders and all this kind of stuff. So that's like one of their big markets cancelled for me. Um, but I do do protein bars, of course. So I bought a load of different protein products, Daniel, to try, which would be good. Um, but I've, but obviously they've got their MP clothing. So I just started doing clothes. And I, this is is this such a like a boring kind of thing to get? Like I I bought pants. I bought socks. <laughs> I was just like, you know what? Yeah, I always need new pants. This is essentially free, isn't it? New socks, some of the trainer socks. I only bought one, one like three pairs of those, three pairs of those, just to see whether they're actually good. I'm not going to get a whole load of them, otherwise that'd be. Crazy. I, heard I hear their clothing is quite good. I think their clothing is quite good. Yeah, it is it is. I've sat like in some testing stuff, and it is all right. Yeah, obviously they're they're going after Gymshark, so that's the that's the kind of model and the quality that they're going after. So it's actually all right um it's getting better as well each year they do it because it used to be it's evolved from obviously when we probably started using my protein was uh, they just gave you coming out of a free t-shirt or a free vest in a, in a box when you bought some protein didn't they yeah like a certain amount like 30 50 quid or something like that and then they're like here's a vest and now they actually have a whole big mp department mp clothing um MP clothing. yeah so i i ordered an oversized hoodie basically because um my uh, other half obviously this happens why is siri on my computer started she just started like said it twice now <laughs> um weird um yeah steals your hoodies i'm sure laura's the, the same where you kind of hoodies start going yeah. missing or jackets and stuff um to the point that it's like hang on a minute i i don't have any at mine um so i bought i bought I ordered a oversized uh, my protein hoodie, quite like oversized clothing, like 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 baggy stuff. It's quite nice, quite comfy. I'm not a skin type bro, and um, yeah, I got oversized medium. Can't fit in it. Brilliant. <laughs> oversized apparently means like really long, but not wide. I thought it was going to be really wide as well. I think that the whole concept of that is, is gone now. I think like again with with gym kit, if you if you buy large, it can be small these days. Oh, it's like, it's just... I bought a medium, like thinking it was gonna be oversized. So I needed it, which I, I feel like I'm fat now, but I'm large oversized. Yeah. I mean you are, mate. Thank you. Um fat shaming that in it. But, it's but it was the, but it wasn't it was the case that I can't fit it doesn't go over my shoulders. That's the issue. I'm not the broadest yeah, guy too... in the world. I'm reasonably not. broad, but I've, Thanks, mate. Um, and <laughs> I'm not tiny, but I'm not like fucking massive. I'm not Mike. You're not, you're not, you're not me. You're not yeah, me. Not you. You're not Jesus, me. Jesus, like, yeah. Bean pole. Um, but so, yeah, so ah, weird. That's my 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 observation from today. So Chloe's just got a hoodie for free. Um, yeah. But people oh, rave about that. their uh, their drops, the flavor drops they like quite like. They're good, apparently. It's cool. All right, mate. Um, What's your take on hot tubs? I just think they're <clears throat> so overrated. They are just like one of the Water most topics. useless things. I think <laughs> like, I just don't get it. I just think you never spend that long in them. Like, cause you get all wrinkly and mingy and they're always too hot. Like anything too hot. That's such a normal right? thing to say. Mingin, yeah. Just like, <laughs> I just think, I just think the, the idea of it, like we just talked about, right? It's like, if you go away on a holiday, right? And you're in a chalet overlooking a really nice view and you got one on your balcony, you might use it once or twice on a, on a week holiday because it's a bit novel. You don't need one in your back garden. 
Sorry, you don't need one in your back garden. It's pointless. Absolute waste of money. And I think, unfortunately, I, again, I'm just going to say it, and I don't care, right? (laughs) It's just, it screams chav to me. (laughs) I'm just saying it. I'm just saying it. I'm just saying it. It screams chav. so funny. Because this, I brought this up pre-show because I went to my sister and her uh, husband. um, I bought a house and uh, they might... Her husband might listen to this. I don't know. Um, and he knows my view on it anyway. So fucking, hey, Harry. Um, <laughs> and I was like, I don't, I was like, don't get it. Don't get it. It's an outside bar. Don't get it. Don't get it, mate. He's like, yeah, but it's really nice. You know, it's chilling here. And I'm like, I can see Asda. I can see Asda from your garden. I don't want to nah. see No, I don't want to nah. see that. Nah. See, that's it. No. It's a, it's a perfectly it lovely me. garden. And it's a nice oh. place in Essex they live. But I'm like this, I, I, I was so bad. I am from Essex, but people can't, they can't pick my accent, which is yeah. purposeful, 100% purposeful. Trained um, yourself, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. I was just I like, oh, I think you're uh, home counties. I'm like, thank you. Um, I'm not. I'm an Essex chav. Um, but, oh, yeah, it, just, it word, does just it? scream Essex, unfortunately. Yeah, it just... I'm like, it oh. Just, oh, it's going to sound it's awful, right. but I don't, again, I don't care. It just screams <laughs> common to me. Like, it's just a bit oh, of a common, funny. like, I don't know. Like, it's almost like... it. It's almost like people who view it as a treat or something great, and it's like, nah. I feel like it's more. That's what, it's more, if, that's what it's you more, think's a treat. Oh dear. It's oh, more admin than it's, it's worth, right? Yeah, it's got to be. Oh, they be. don't get used. I don't believe that they. You have. I don't believe they get used more than a bath gets used. Put it that way. <laughs> like, and I don't have baths very often I, whatsoever, no, 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 right? But I think that with hot tubs, surely the water has to be consistently warm. Mm. Otherwise, it's gonna take ages to heat up, right? How long does it take to heat up? That's my question. How long does it take to heat up? Google Rise and energy costs as well. People ain't going to do this. Well, yeah. How long does a hot tub take to heat up? Here we go. UK. Um, <laughs> oh, but see, this is ridiculous. Between eight to 15 hours. Oh, I tell you what. what? Tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow, <laughs> I'm a hot tub. So I'll turn it on. <laughs> see, so that means it's got to be warm the whole time with the cover on. Nah, yeah. sorry, not worth it. That's Just expensive, absolutely isn't it? not worth it in any way. Now I know that even more so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I assumed that you could turn it on in an hour, it was warm. And even with that, I think it's overrated. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. No go. chance in hell I would tip. ever have one of them. Don't get one of them. Never. I'm sure there's people listening to this show who've got them. But explain to us oh, why. Um, yeah. yeah. Give me one good reason. I, I, don't don't get me wrong. I've been in hot tubs, but at a spa or at a thing. Like. Yeah, and also, right, but I have I have as well, right, at a spa, but how often do you go and get in and five minutes go, oh, all right. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Get out there. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm good for another a, year now. <laughs> I'm good for a year now. I'll tell you that again. I have a drink in one, and then I'm like, oh, this is, oh, this is just... pleasant. And then I don't, I don't feel like I need one, but sure. I'd rather sit in the garden, like... Dan knows that. I made him sit outside all the time. I was like, yeah, I sit out here. It's gravelly. Uh, yeah. Get bitten. All right. Um, so by back by popular demand, um, Dan, obviously, we, I think just, we'll- uh, just before I let you know, just before we, we get any further, um, I did post this on my, on my Instagram story already uh, about five minutes ago, and we've already had nine votes for overrated and zero <laughs> for underrated. So I think I've we can be safe well. in the knowledge that, that they are completely overrated um, on that. So there we go. Should I, should I put it up? We'll, we'll, we'll record for another half hour. We'll see, see what the results we got. See um, what the results are. Right there. Where, where have you done it? I'll do it the same. Uh, yeah. yeah, they are completely. I just, uh, 
useless. But there you go. Um, <laughs> there we go. I've screenshotted yours, and then I'm just going to put it on yeah. as mine because I can't be able to do that kind of. <laughs> I had to go so, find a picture of a hot tub. Yeah, like, exactly. You got a picture. I was like, oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> well, no, because I was like, if I had, if I got a picture, because I looked on the Google, and if I got a picture of a hot tub overlooking an amazing. I'm sorry, view, what did you just say? I looked on the Google. On Google, no, I said Google. <laughs> um, and I found some that were like really picturesque hot tubs. I was like, no, that's not what I want a picture of because that's not what we're talking <laughs> about here. We're talking about hot tubs in back gardens. We're not talking about like the picturesque version. Um, oh, just overrated. Right then, Tom, what else is overrated? I'll tell you what else is overrated, uh, in my opinion, is personal trainers' knowledge of training and anatomy and things like that, Tom. That's what I think is overrated. What about that for a segue? <laughs> I mean, you've, you've you know segued I mean? away from something I was going to do prior to that. So. Oh, never mind. I thought I was being smart. See, I don't have the show notes. I just rock yeah, up. No. Tom has the show notes. So. <laughs> right. Well, what's next then? I need to do this though. Um, oh. Basically, how does it take you? I, I keep, I, I, well, number one, I select questions instead of polls. And that was a bit stupid. So, and yeah, I wanted to me. see exactly what you, you've written outside hot toys in the back garden. <laughs> yeah. It has um, to be in the back garden because that's the key element of it. I think it's just. Oops. Bear with me. Um, talk amongst yourselves. Yeah, just just talk amongst yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would I would introduce the next topic, but I've got no idea what we're talking about. So, <laughs> well, all right. Um, so obviously, back by popular demand is um, I brought some snacks, some treats, all protein snacks. stuff. Um, because okay. um, what we did, I can't help with this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> this is all on me. This is the annoying thing. Um, but obviously, people have uh, longed for these to come back. A few of my trainers are. are First race as well. I've been like, oh, I love those. Why aren't you doing them anymore? I was like, and we, we said that because Dan lives in a world of no protein um, or no protein, whatever. So we can we can move on to snacks. I feel like that's a good thing because people will be immersed into Dan's culture um, a little more and he'll be able to try lots of weird things. And I, I think you like discovering new snacks, which is something I'd say it's one of your passions. Um, yeah. Underrated. Understand. We'll get there eventually, guys. Don't worry. Just, uh, just, just skip forward this bit a little bit. Just a few minutes. There we go. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. So, um, so I, I, I won't try them all because I did. I purposely went through my proteins website, and these are the real my protein brands, unfortunately. But we're we're doing a customer review. It's fine. I'm only contracted to talk about random things like, like collagen and stuff like that. Um, so. I picked some load of stuff over the next, I guess, few weeks um, that I've never tried. And it looks quite cool. So I think we'll just do two of these. Um, I picked out four, and Dan, so so Dan can participate in this. Um, he can pick them. So we got this one. Okay, the drumstick one. That is going to be dreadful. I'm just Drums throwing it out layered there. layered drumstick. Um, we got that one. Uh, we got a my vegan uh, coated crispy wafer. Uh, yeah, that one might be all right. It's crispy, so. Um, the, unfortunately, these don't actually carry like good, really good branding on these, this packet. Um, yeah, so, I can really recommend that one. <laughs> but they're these choc choco protein. balls. Balls. Okay. So I'm not too sure what they, they are. I think they're like air, those aero balls things you get. Um, and they're not going to be that good, mate. Let's be honest. Yeah, I know. Um, and then apparently they did a collab. Oh, Hotel Chocolat, hey? Yeah, that's a bit premium, isn't it? My protein yeah. and the Hotel Chocolat. 
So interesting. So which two would you like me to taste? Drumstick one, definitely, because I think it's going to be horrible. So <laughs> definitely up there. Uh, and then the Choco protein balls, because they're a bit different. They so. are a bit different. They're, they're, they were in the snack category, so which is cool. I did get some protein crisps from there. Big fan. A big fan of crisps. So and if, if it's got protein in it, I probably wouldn't purchase it. I'll just buy normal crisps and eat a chicken. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's what people get. Did you, did anybody watch The Apprentice? Anyone? I'm speaking to you then. No, um, I didn't. And uh, this, the the one there was a girl that was just really into her fitness, um, and she was into the like final four, I think, like that. And her big idea was she was going to do um, alcoholic beverage protein drinks, and she was like, Oh yeah, because that's what people think about when they drink alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> she idiot. was, and it was like fucking awful, and like I was like, I'm pretty sure that market has been tried to go into, and the reason why that they were like, oh, why have they, nobody done this? Got protein never now. It's it fucking tastes disgusting. Also, when you're out on the lash, you don't give a shit about the protein content no. that you're doing, and you're like, all right, I have in food. It's ridiculous, but yeah, all right. This looks kind of that's what it looks like. It's not going to be good, mate. It's just not going to be good. There's no way a drumstick bar is going to be good. Like, it's not going to, or either that or it's not going to taste like a drumstick. 20 grams of protein, 2.3 grams of sugars. Um, I don't know how many calories. Kind of important. Waffle, waffle, waffle. The packaging is terrible. I think they're going to try and claim that the rat is like white chocolate and raspberry, and that's going to. Yeah, probably. It, nah. Um, calories 215 there you go okay that's pretty decent so it looks like it's got that the drumsticky stuff on the top so yeah but it's gonna have a layer of crunch in it it's probably got layer, drumsticks aren't crunchy exactly what it shouldn't be crunchy should it so i bet it's a bit crunchy i bet it's a bit raspberry but i bet it's not anything like a drumstick nothing like a drumstick no no i told you it's okay I wouldn't. No, actually, the aftertaste is bad. Mm. Told you it'd be bad. It leaves a bad taste in your mouth. The inside looks quite nice. Yeah. It's just I just would never go. It's quite. I would just never. Layered. I would just never think. Oh, let's make a protein bar. So what? Most people would think chocolates, biscuits, you know, things like that. Sweets, yeah. <laughs> I'll do a Palmer Violet one. <laughs> oh, could you imagine? They are the worst sweets. I like. Oh, get out. I'd rather Werther's Originals. They're better than them. Palmer Violets. Who eats them? How are they still going? Bonkers. No idea. I By feel the way, like they've got made... a few more. Just going to say, I've got a few more underrated, uh, underrated. votes coming from some people. Oh, these are getting. I'm going <laughs> to people. These people are getting blocked. Okay, um, yeah. <laughs> see ya. See ya. See ya. <laughs> my boy. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to have a little sip and then have some choco balls. Choco ball. It's not his first time he's had choco balls. I tell you that. Interesting. Um, I bought a new Chili's bottle and I got the sports caplet. Um, does this yes or no sound like a turkey? Yes, it sounds very strange. Doesn't it? Very strange. Yeah. Chili, sort yourself out. I'm not sure where I where I sit with the whole like reusable bottles and stuff like that. Like reusable is, is know, better like than metal. Re reusable is better than recyclable. Well, yeah, obviously. Like, I don't so, mean like, like from that world. point of view. I don't mean it from that <laughs> point of view. I mean like, 
things like that. Like, how can you how can you fuck up a sports cap on a bottle? Like, it's been around for long enough. Like, <laughs> yeah. how how is that making that sound? Like, there's always the something thing, wrong with them. The sad thing like, is, they like, don't close properly. Like, the bottle tops don't work. Do you know? And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. how have we not mastered this yet? Like, come <laughs> the sad, on. The sad thing is, I could go get a Lucas Aid top, and it'd be better. Um... Yeah, exactly my point. Like, <laughs> how, how is it that the ones you can throw away that cost less, right, yeah. are better? I don't get it. it like, no why is it making that noise? It's really frustrating. I'm like, it's a bit <sighs> weird. Uh, protein balls, you get 35 grams, 158 calories, uh, 15 grams of protein in a little packet. Um, yeah. Ooh. Oh, they sound crunchy. They are fair. really crunchy. Yeah, yeah. That's not what I was expecting. I was, I was expecting the um, aero, like bubbles. What, are they called bubbles? Aero bubbles? Yeah. Aero. I think they're just called bubbles, aren't they? Um, Oh, wow. They're weird. They're good. I like these. The package is terrible. Um, it's almost like I've got a slightly protein Nesquik ball. Okay. That's what it tastes like. Does it taste like. chocolatey? It tastes good? It, does, it Sweet. tastes chocolatey. Yeah. Not, not as much as a Nesquik would, but it's, it's a, a kind of a 80% the way towards chocolatey as Nesquik. I would quite happily have that as cereal. So I don't know what that oh, says. Okay, about. now now that is an idea. Yeah. Tom, and we all we all put know. some milk with that tomorrow morning <laughs> for breakfast. And see, see how much is. you would have in a serving and see whether it mm. makes enough that you would have as a bowl of cereal. Mm. Challenge. Interesting. Because we all know we all know like smarty cereal. That is just yeah. smarties in a bowl with milk. Lovely. Mm-mm-mm. You can do that. You're all adults. Um, <laughs> you can have order whatever you like off delivery. It's madness. And we're totally unsupervised 24-7. It's insane, isn't it? Um, all right. So we'll, we'll, we'll move on. Um, out of those two, ranking, the Bulls win it. Um, yeah, the I will be... I've got... But the annoying thing is, obviously, I can't order singles from my protein. I've got a whole pack of these drumstick things. So... Uh, I guess some of my lucky, lucky students at Third Space are going to be getting some protein bars. Yeah. (laughs) I'm treating you to a protein bar. I'm treating you. Thanks for coming to education. (laughs) Oh, thanks, Todd. Um, Lovely. All right. Yeah. I'm I'm sure a couple of them will listen to this and they'll be like, don't bring that that shit. Um, (laughs) All right. So we're going to talk about um, just the training stuff. Um, It's something that I actually quite like doing is quizzes. I love a quiz. Love a quiz. You cannot get away from quizzes in the UK, I swear. Whole Saturday night is just quiz, 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 quiz. Um, I feel like Dan loves a quiz, though. But I, I play Wordle. I play Worldle. I play Hurdle. Um, all these fun all things. All the dolls. All, all the, the dolls. dolls. Yeah. Um, mm. And I quite like these little, all this, all this kind of thing. Keeps your brain active, doesn't it? So I put a little quiz mm. up. Um, on my Instagram and I will, I will put a post about it cause I'm sure people won't listen to me um, on here. And, but you are going to get a more expansive view on the, uh, what we're going to talk about here. And I'm assuming people who listen to this probably have Instagram or probably follow at least one of us. Um, well, that'd be bad if people would follow, uh, listen to the show, but follow one of us and not the other. That'd be weird, wouldn't it? Awkward, isn't it? Well, no, that's that's, that's part and parcel of that's part and parcel of social media, right? Is that mm. you you follow people you enjoy or you like, and yeah, one, but some people like, might listen to this might like our dynamic, but they might not like one of us in the way we do. What about? Uh, sure, yeah, yeah. 
You know, like I wouldn't be offended if someone was like, I like your podcast, like your dynamic, but I don't follow you on Instagram because they may not be interested in what I say or do or like me in any way. Um, <laughs> which is fine. They're just um, here, so, for yeah. the, uh, here for the tones. Lovely. Like I, I, I know, so I, we are people who listen to this podcast who I used to get messages from regularly on Instagram who I haven't heard from for a long, long time. So I, I assume they maybe just don't like me anymore or they you know, got bored of me or whatever. Maybe they don't follow me anymore. I don't. I don't know. But that's. I think that's normal. To be fair, I think people like the routine of a podcast of the same people, the same voices, the same viewpoints. But they don't necessarily need to then follow you on Instagram. Like I think the connection you probably have on a podcast is probably deeper than it would be oh, on an Instagram page. Yeah, yeah. So I don't take too much offense to it, other than the fact there's probably people listening to this who would probably like to reach out and ask for coaching from me and they haven't yet. So that's annoying. <laughs> that's annoying. Not going to lie to you. That's a, that's a line. Jesus, you can do that for me yeah. as well. But yeah, yeah. Like, well, like, that's not the point. Is if you're not following Instagram, <laughs> then how are you going to message me? So it's like, True. well, listen to be here. Like, you're I will, be able to... If you want Dan's number, yeah, I will read it out now. Um... <laughs> All right. So we're going to talk about, um, yeah, I put up a couple of quizzes. Um, and I'm going to talk about sled pushing slightly because I talked about it today and I've had it in my programming. I actually did an educational piece with the coaches at Thirst Base on sled pushing. And it was on the back of um, chatting to Chris Toombs, like VBT guy. Um, and Dan knows I've been into more velocity-based intent training um, probably since uh, he's known me. And I want people to move quickly, fast and powerfully. Well, and he's the same. Um, just I quite like it. And it's probably how I guide a lot of how what i do and the like the sled pushing thing was um i guess this this can be pondering the question for daniel as well and it's something that i i, I am assuming he would we have a quite a similar training philosophy i'm probably more on the athletic basis than you and you're a little bit more aesthetics and get more body goals than me um but we align in the same kind of methodologies um but do you need to squat and or deadlift or split squat no no for what in general for, for exercise yeah no no um, for anything i say that's for anything you don't have to like no no way um, <laughs> you don't have to unless unless you're a powerlifter unless you correct yeah then that is um uh, powerlifting yeah. and probably olympic lifting i'm guessing I think um, there's zero need to. And I'm always, I always get, I think a lot of my clients get quite surprised how little I program deadlifts and back squats or front squats, things like that, and how I do a lot of the single leg variations. Um, a lot of my clients do deadlift, but they track my deadlift as well. So it's kind Correct, of like, yeah. is that really Same. deadlift? But anyway, um, but it's one of those things where I usually only put it in if they ask for it, because some people do ask to do it because they like it and they enjoy it and stuff like that. But the majority of people, I look at their programs and I'm doing literally every single single leg variation across the plan. And then if I need a gap filled with a deadlift or a back squat, I'll be like, okay, cool. Now I'm going to be the one leg version because yeah. we don't want variations of it. So, <laughs> I'm running out um, of shit. Uh, yeah. I, I, I just think that they're, they're hugely overrated for the majority of people for, again, for mm. bang for your buck, for what they're looking to actually achieve with training, they don't need to put themselves through that. So yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And and when I was speaking to Chris, and this this realms into sled pushes, which is an interesting variation of basically it's horizontal force. It's kind of a combination of both 
deadlifting and squatting you and unilateral work and you have to be like pushing you can push a heavy sled you can push a light sled you can yeah you, you can go all the way through the kind of strength spectrum of it right and then you can go a little bit more talk you can put your hands down a little bit more all that kind of fun stuff right so there's variations of it but what he laid into me he was just like and i'm assuming we we both know this from working in professional sport and we know it probably now from working with clients and i don't think a lot of people realize this and i'm i'm all for like we want to try and make our clients do a lot of things that we align with and we want them to do but what if they plain just don't fucking like it they don't like squatting and this is what chris was like he had like um like lesser tigers lads professional rugby players he was like tom there are three people that you're talking about like when when we train people there are like gym bunnies um there are athletes and there are players I was like, these gym guys or clients, that's fine. They want to go to the gym. They're reaching out to your help. That's cool. There are athletes, which are both players and want to go to the gym. And then there are players who fucking don't want to go to the gym. They are good at playing sport. They are good at what they do, but they don't want anything to do with it because they don't like it. So if you can find something that they like, i.e. sled pushing, and they can see the transfer of force and the transfer of skill, like it's pretty good for rugby, right? You, you, you push a man, right? You're going to push this thing. Um, and it's a good kind of like, all right, we can, stick, we can still train hard. We can still do probably what we can. We just don't have any eccentric phasing. That's the only thing. We probably just need to learn to do that somewhere else somehow. Um, so it kind of hit home for me on that. I was just like, maybe we slip push. So it's, I put them because I was like, I enjoy these way more um, than yeah. probably back squatting. 100%. Um, it's just annoyingly the, uh, the the admin on a sled is really annoying because you have to keep going to get the plates yeah. and put them on, put them on, put them on. And you're like, oh, I don't yeah. really know how much you're pushing or this kind of shit. So hence why when I put a video up today, it was um, there was like sandbags on it because they're closer to the sled. I couldn't believe yeah. that. <laughs> I was just like, I'm not walking back over there. I've already put like 100 kilos of plates on it. I'm going to put another 100 kilos of sandbags on it. And I was like, this is better. All right. Easier, easier to pick up. Um, wonderful. But yeah, it's interesting. And I don't think a lot of people think about that. The actual, they, they, they talk about it, what your client likes, but they don't probably don't implement it that much. I don't think um, mm. likes and dislikes to achieve the same goal. It's not like bicep curls, like it's fine. It's those big bang for bucks exercises, the compounds that everybody does. And you're like, Ugh, really? Everybody? I don't have to. I mm. Go around it. I'm the same as you don't. Um, single leg variations get used a lot. So, it's just anyway. like you're looking for a squatting pattern, right? Or a yeah, you know, yeah, triple extension looking, pattern. Like that's what you're looking mechanically for. Mechanically really. similar. That's all. That's all I'm looking for. Yeah. Like fuck me. <laughs> it doesn't matter. And if like shockingly, um, I don't know. Luckily, the how I um, pivot myself into or portray myself online coaching um, is I tend to train a lot of coaches and and athletic based people who have probably got a recreational sport they play, and that's who I coach. So if you've got that, reach out to me, but they'll end up doing sled pushes and doing that kind of athletic based performance stuff. And I'm like, Oh, they're doing this stuff. Now, why are we just doing boring stuff? Like, Cause I've got no application to what you want to be good at. So let's do that. Like crazy, crazy shit. Right. So the two quizzes we went off on one of them. Um, the isometric contraction one was fun. Yeah. And then I did one on pull-up variations. So we're going to talk about a little bit of, I guess, muscular contraction 
and I'm I don't know whether it's a case of um, I'm assuming most of the people who follow me, right? Um, like at least like three, four hundred people view my stories when they do. Like I put stories up, right? Which I think is a, a reasonably high percentage of about two thousand followers for viewing stories. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming most of the people are probably looking for because I spoke to a couple of the PT coaching guys and they're like, "Yeah, it was really good. Like I've never even seen that exercise before, and now I wanted to go try it." And I was like, "Awesome! All right, cool. People mm-hmm. are learning. That's why I want. That's that's why I do my Instagram um, for more of an educational purposes, more than like Dan trying to make fun of." everything so i'm i want i want to see more of the like dancing stuff but yeah um i can't remember what's on about now um but yeah was do you do you feel like I, I feel like we went a little bit back and forth on um people don't need to go and upskill their training knowledge or stuff they probably need to learn about business but from the results on here i think people just need to just maybe learn a little bit more or maybe just the the base knowledge i think fantastic. i think that's yeah that's the thing i think that is based on our assumption that they know enough mm. so like i like for example i i, I now i seen the stories that you're on about um and I think I would assume that people would know, people would just know. Um, and I think that's the, the key thing is that, okay, we need your training and nutrition knowledge to be at this level. Then you can worry about the business stuff, but clearly there are people who maybe need to think about that a little bit more in terms of their training knowledge. Like I do not claim to have, have superior training knowledge. Like I'll happily admit, like, for example, you know, more than I've, you know, most people I know actually probably know in terms of training, in terms of like the biomechanics and stuff like, oh, thanks, Dan. I don't like it. You can tell they're like, <laughs> so I really didn't want to say anything too, too good there, but you know, and I don't ever claim I, I come to you for questions about training, but I, I also feel like I also am quite way above average in terms of training knowledge as well. Like I, I, I know that, but even looking at these stories that you've put up, like, it just takes you 20 seconds looking at it and go, okay, what do those words mean? Okay, cool. I can work it out. Like without even knowing, like I've never been taught the thing you're about to talk about, but I just know from understanding the words that you used to go, okay, well, I know what that's going to look like. Um, that's what worries me a little bit with it, I think, is it's the terminology. So for example, the, the, your, you know, you talk about it first, then I'll, I'll sort of go through why I don't understand how people are confused. <laughs> yeah, so I did. Um, so my lad, uh, Nick, um, he's moved into, he's got, he trains with me twice a week and then he's got like a, op, he's got an option conditioning day that he does by himself. I'm not being anywhere near him when he does that. So he's doing like strength one day and this is his kind of power day, right? So, but as a precursor for his athletic power, I have thrown in these isometric contractions. So it is, it's relatively simple. Um, Thompson is Joel Seaman. I know, right? 90 degrees always 90 degrees nothing else um (laughs) um, there was no eccentric contraction though that's the only thing i was not Mm. trying to combine eccentrics with isometrics because i don't believe they happen at the same time whoa Um, they don't don't. (laughs) so yeah i did what type of muscle contraction are we doing we had concentric which i will let them off because there was a very small concentric contraction at the start to get into position (laughs) <laughs> so i guess there's a caveat of that but i would assume we'd go for the majority um then we had eccentric everybody knows what eccentric is right lowering a weight lowering mm-hmm. something down isometric yielding 
and isometric overcoming. And these are two different things. But when and but for example, I have to write these in my plans of like overcoming isometric, and it'll be like push against a bar or push against something compared to yeah. hold in position. Okay, mm -hmm. hold in a position against like gravity. So yielding is means basically you you could yield giving under in. the load that you yeah, you're, giving into you've it. got, right? Yeah. So you would give into it. So if Dan, for example, I'm sure he programs in pauses into certain lifts mm -hmm. for people. A pause yeah. would be for yielding. You're yielding under that load, but you're pausing yeah. there, but you're you're able to overcome. And overcoming isometric, you cannot is trying to move an immovable object. So for example, pushing a wall, pushing Dan, he's so strong. And then, or like kind of what we've done there is, I don't think Nick can lift the squat rack. So he is split wow. squatting. I think you underestimate him. <laughs> from, from a position, from base position, there is in hip flexion, and he's trying to lift the rack off the floor. That's his cue. I'm trying to get him, and he's going to push as hard as he's, that's max effort, um, isometric. Con isometric eccentrics no definitely not <laughs> isometric contractions okay so overcoming so he's trying to overcome that that force um and it's sparking up massively and then he goes and does some crazy fucking verts off the back of it because he's getting pretty and it's also pretty cns fatiguing to be fair but it's a good way to prep someone to go and do athletic movement and not actually have them go for a full concentric and eccentric phase and feel really gassed um so i quite like them we do it for um I'm sure Dan's used something called PAP, pre-activation mm -hmm. or post-activation. We've got potentiating. Um, we do this in one of the courses, um, which we which I teach, and we talk about PAP, and we, we use one of these as an intervention. So you you lift or you go do some light vertical jumps. Then I would ask them to go do a overcoming isometric, like three sets of max effort. Then they come back after about five minutes, and then they try to do their, their jumps again. Mm, they've improved shock all right we've just sparked up some muscle spindle so but i think it's um i was just shocked that there was a bit quite a big discrepancy but i'm i'm then now but now i'm thinking i'm there to educate as well so i just wanted to kind of see these are stuff i use in my programs so if you if you were to train with me this is stuff that i like doing um i like talking about um all that kind of crap because it's it's good for you good for you and it's easy isometric yeah. contractions are great they get people strong in certain bits and it's super fucking easy to implement because for all intents and purposes i can do that at home and i don't mm -hmm. have to pull against um because i think we all did this possible i know i i did it in a series for ptc when we we're doing split squats and stuff or deadlifts and i put a towel underneath my feet and i tried to mm -hmm. pull the towel i couldn't break the towel i'm not that strong so that was an overcoming isometric contraction cool mm -hmm. we can do that so yeah, fun stuff. I think one. I also added, like, in terms of, like you said there about like, the yielding ones, like I added, you know, in terms of like making an exercise harder, you can add that into a movement. It makes mm. the exercise harder. Like, that. again, we did that like, during lockdowns, which was hold this weight in this position and don't move and stay there. And yes, it's sore, isn't it? It's painful. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so it's, uh, but it's, it's exercise cool. variability. And I think people kind of, um, it's definitely something I see from, um, I guess students more than they kind of they almost run out of ideas. They're like, oh, we don't already done all the exercises and we've written down 20. I'm like, yeah. uh, what? 
<laughs> what about contraction types all this kind of fun stuff um yeah. we're like all right let's play around with those and i understand isometric contraction just gets taught as one thing that is it it's just a hold and yet i know if i were to hold you down whilst you tried to do a push-up that's a very different sensation to holding a stiff arm plank mm. agree but according to simspa or whatever the fuck they are that is just an there are they are two isometric contractions Mm-hmm. they're the same and we know they're not right they they are they're doing very different things um cool that's, that's mm-hmm. lesson number one but i'm gonna do this in a post i, I put up a thing saying to people want me to explain and annoyingly everybody's voted for long form real and i really wanted just to do stories no, do it now, mate. People I have to do work them. now, um unfortunately but well, well should we check in with the with the hot tub situation Oh yeah, let me see. I think um, I think I have to remove some of these followers, to be honest. But uh, let me have a look. look. I mean, uh, you're going to be I shocked am, at mine right now. I am up to oh my good lord! I've had <laughs> I've had I've had nine nine votes. So I put it up like uh, so. Fifty people have looked at it. Nine people have voted. So yeah. well, we're currently at sixty eight percent overrated and thirty two percent underrated. Your followers are better than mine. Look at this graph. That is not a good oh my the wrong way around. <laughs> Tom, sort I've your followers out, seven, mate. seven votes for underrated and then two for overrated. Unfortunately, looking through this, um, one of these people is one of my clients who have picked oh. underrated. Oh, well, they, their training plan is going <laughs> a lot harder, isn't it? I know. Oh, dear, my friends. So... Good luck, buddy. Mm. That's just that's not gonna go well for you. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, everyone's yeah. entitled to their opinion. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. Look, and it's okay to be wrong. Like, it's, don't worry yeah, about it's, it. It's, it's as long as you're be okay being being wrong, then that's absolutely fine. All right. Um, and then our second one we're gonna talk about. So let's talk about pull-ups. Okay. So yeah. I'm gonna talk about t- three different variations essentially of pull-up, and we're not gonna use grip as a variation okay we're going to talk about a little bit of muscle contraction again um and uh yes yeah, it's an interesting one as well because this one was far too even this was like again about by 80 to 100 whatever people voting 42 percent were wrong on this were incorrect mm-hmm. let's say so and i would urge if you were in the 42 percent um just go do it like learn by doing that was one thing that I, I liked when I worked with Dan in a gym is we would play around with exercise to see whether it would harder or like whether this did something or you kind of mm-hmm. just have a little kind of play. And it, that's what I do um, when I'm, I'm like, oh, I see a really cool from, thing from Instagram. I go, oh, all right, that looks like something I can implement. I'm going to go do it, see what happens and have a little think about it. Then I implement it. Um, because I'm like, if it feels like a sack of shit and I can't do it, no chance my clients are doing it. Anyway, pull-ups. Um, so option number one is a normal pull-up, okay? So Dan, what, what would you say a normal pull-up would look like? Uh, legs straight and then pull up, chin <laughs> over the bar. Yeah, legs straight and just pull yourself up. But legs continue to yeah, stay no straight. Okay. No movement, just none no of this movement. like none yeah, of this kind of kipping like... shit or any of that. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, no kipping pull-ups yeah. here. Right. So they stay straight. So the hip is in 
extension. Good. Extension. Okay. So we're holding extension, um, which mm. is wonderful. But even if you do this kind of business where your feet go behind you and you like hook them up or something, your hip is still in extension. Okay. So this means your like abs and stuff around your pelvis and your abdominals and thorax and stuff is also extended. Okay. So it's chilled out. Yeah. It's not contracted. Okay. It's not shortened. It is lengthened. So it is relaxed. Okay. So, which is, which is all fine. It's still got a little bit of tension in it because you have to pull up, but it's relaxed. It's not really contracting. All right. So the second option, Dan, is this thing we don't like to see, but you can program it in if you're trying to get to your pull up. What would that be, my friend? Once you do your pull up, if you start to struggle, you can then drive your knees up in from a normal position where your legs are completely straight. If you then drive your knees up and you kind of pull your knees up towards your chest, as you do a pull up, you'll find that that little squeeze and contraction of your abs will help you get a little bit further up and may get you over a sticking point. Correct. Yeah. Lovely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's using mechanics basically and contractions to achieve that goal. Right. Cause the, the goal of the pull up is shockingly enough to pull up could give a shit how you normally get there if i'm really honest and then we'll we'll work on that i could get there. i could if you, if you kip i could <laughs> if you kip yeah that's it that's, you're a crossfit gym and you're doing a pull-up i've got an issue <laughs> so what's happening there is we're going from hip uh obviously we can see the hip is moving right so in turn the abdominals are going to contract everything that kind of on top of that hip is kind of moving up and then we're kind of like holding that position we know when we do hanging leg raises probably i think people know mm. what those are when you lift your legs up it's harder than it is when it's when you're extended I, I would say that and your abs are contracting I, I hope so i think that's what people do when they do hanging leg raises um you just to so. provide context there everybody knows what those are um <laughs> and then because of the abdominal contraction it, it enables you to pull a little bit harder and we get into that nice position at the top and then our third option was the one that i programmed into nick because he's a he's a fucking athlete and um it's the same he this i think this was in the same session um, I'm assuming so because I was videoing a few things. I I can't move the video multiple times um, over several sessions. So he was doing he was holding hip flexion. So my cue for him when before he starts he does a dead hang. His hips are extended when he hangs, and then he goes into hip flexion. So it's almost like he sit. I I give the cue. Look like you're sitting on a seat, please. I want you to look like you're sitting on a seat. Lovely. Everybody knows what that feels like and what they look like when they do that. Okay. From that position, because you're in that kind of almost hanging leg raise top position, you're going to go and do a pull up. But that is harder than normal. They see it's not, it's, yeah, it's not easy. It is definitely harder because the force of contraction that you have to put through your abs and to hold that isometric um, position that you're already in is really tough. So that was what I was trying to allude to. But most, I'm assuming most people would have done a pull-up and their legs come up and it aids them, whereas it's not yeah. already contracted and is maintaining contraction for it to actually hinder them. So it works in a different way. Um, so yeah, that's my little little knowledge bomb, mate. Um, you go. But I think you should do it once a week. You should do a little, little trainer's corner, <laughs> trainer's corner, trainer's you know, corner. Get, get some upskill, upskill and some questions like that. But they've been all serious. Obviously, they're, they're, look, they're, they're quite advanced things. That I suppose, you know, you're going over and, and talking about, like we talked about, like, say, training knowledge and stuff like that. Like, they're, they're things that, again, I think most people, if I'm being honest, aren't including in their training programs. You know, they're just things that they don't know about. So they're not therefore including them. And Correct, I think yeah. this is where, 
you know, we, we talked about it's, it's okay. Let's imagine that you, you know, have a client who doesn't like doing, doing deadlifts or doing squats or things like that. And it's like, okay, this is a way you can increase strength and performance without, you know, causing, I suppose, an increased likelihood of injury and things like that. Like there's, there's more than one type of muscular contraction as we just discussed. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think so much of what we see in gyms is so focused on bodybuilding for want of a better term, because most people, that's what they want to achieve. Right. But we know that you can achieve the same thing whilst also becoming better in terms of performance and movement quality and all those things as well. Right. I think that we know that things have moved on a little bit since then and that, you know, that you can, you can, you can get big, big muscles and look good by training properly rather than just doing machine-based stuff and just doing bicep curls and shit like that. Right. But um, I think you can still, for want of a better term, change lives doing the, the basic training way. Whereas actually with you, it's a case of your level of knowledge and how you're applying these things is just at a slightly higher level. I just, I just want doing. people to fucking, this, this is the be one end Okay. I want people to train their lower body athletically and train their upper body to get jacked. That is yeah. what most, most people should do. I think and the other thing as well, realistically, I think for, for anyone is that the amount of, movements that require your whole body anyway is like you shouldn't really be separating them out like there's no reason for you to be thinking like that and like i i you know for example i would you it's unlikely you're going to see someone who's got a very very powerful upper body and a very very you know really weak lower body it's not going to happen oh, because yeah, the power right. comes from lower likewise you know you're not going to find someone who's really powerful legs who can't you know use the upper body in a, in a powerful way it's just not it's just th these things don't happen and vice versa you're just not going to see it when people talk about and i talk about this all the time people with mobility like i had this come up the other day on, on a check-in with someone and they're saying that their mobility isn't great in these certain areas and i was like yeah but it's not about you stretching your hips it's your whole body is immobile. Like you are immobile. Like it's not about your thoracic spine. Like you don't meet someone, like I said, who's got an amazing thoracic spine mobility and then their hips are, are stupidly tight. You don't see it. It's your whole body moves as one thing. And I think the more that I've learned with, with training, the more that obviously we, we, we've spoken and obviously with you know our, our time working together is that you just realize how all this stuff's interconnected. I just don't meet many people who have got extremely tight calves but actually everything else is really really mobile it's like no actually like it's all one thing that you train together and that i think is the same with power and it's the same with strength the same with all these sorts of things and unfortunately because so many people just focus on muscle building they actually just make themselves worse in the long run because they don't it doesn't carry over to many other things because they still sit at their desk all day they still don't train for mobility they still look shit and feel shit and they can't do the things they want to do even though they look good and I think sometimes it's it's a case of you need a blend of, of all those things. And like I said, there's no one I've met who is powerful and strong and doesn't have a good semi-decent physique. Like it's, 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 it's just doesn't happen. Yeah. Whereas I see people with a semi-decent physique who aren't powerful, who aren't strong, like, <laughs> you know, who, who can't move. So it's one of those, like, why would you not train that way if you know you can have both? Why would you not? That's I think it's more fun as well. Like it's more fun. Like, you know, you learn more. more. Fun. Fuck me. Yeah, all that yeah, sort of yeah. stuff. But like, know. also it's just like, it's what, I think what you were talking about on your, uh, you did a post, didn't you, the other day? And it was like three sets of 10. And it was just like, yeah. fucking hell, there are other right ranges. Jesus Christ. It's, you train for yeah. other stuff. Believe me. Like I did a volume day today. I did sixes. <laughs> I'm just like, that's enough volume. Trust me, it's enough volume. It's okay. You can definitely do more. It's just that I, I prefer not to. I'm just like, ah, I'm done. It's fine. Oh, just That's my volume day yeah. done. Um, and I, I manipulate loads more, uh, more than reps. 
Um, <laughs> very rarely go above fucking 10. Jesus Christ. I ain't got time for that. Too long. A rep should be, yeah, it's, it's madness. Um, I'm going to start playing with a, uh, a VB, a velocity-based training app as well that um, somebody has sent me. So I'll, I'll give recommendations. Look out, clients. You're going to be using it if, uh, if we do this. I'm also doing the, I think I'm going to do like a little combine, Dan, a group coaching combine or group combine. Maybe I'll dip Ooh. into uh, into Dan's group coaching knowledge. I might have to watch his video. <sighs> Fuck me. Really? Go check it out. I don't think I can watch you two seriously. Uh, we didn't take it seriously. I wouldn't worry yeah, about no, it. Yeah, no, that's the point. Like, just, I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to learn anything. I'm going to be like, oh, these dickheads. But anyway, um, if anybody's signed up to Stridest and probably has, is enjoying uh, Dan and Mike's exposure week, that sounds weird. What is it? That does sound very strange. <laughs> Takeover week. Takeover week. There we go. Uh, yeah. I think you can reach out to them and thank them more than for us. Because, um, yeah, the group stuff is going to be, I think everybody wants to do it, but nobody knows how to. So you've, it's, 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 uh, it's quite funny because Dan and Michael just said what they've done. Uh, crazy. Crazy knowledge bombs happening everywhere. It would probably be All like common sense. You'll be like, what is happening? All right. Um, yeah. <laughs> any other biz? No, not for me. No, not for me either. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to my hotel chocolate thing. One thing Enjoy. was annoying that I hadn't seen my family. Over the, I saw my family for the first time in a while over the weekend. And I didn't see him for Easter. I thought I'd gotten through all my Easter eggs. Fuck's sake. Got more left. I've got another four to go through. Anyway. So dieting starts Monday. Still don't get Easter. Still don't get it. Still don't get Easter. <laughs> don't I know. We'll give, I'll bring you an egg next time. All right. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. And we'll catch you next week. See you later.